Hello everyone. Welcome back to the QA podcast series season 2 presented by TN Tech Innovative of 99X. My name is Chamal Perera, your usual host for the QA podcast series. Today's edition will be the final episode of this podcast series. So far, we have discussed various QA topics including QA perspective on unit testing, the seven principles of software testing, and introduction to exploratory testing. In this episode, we are going to discuss about the importance of having a continuous feedback on application performance. To discuss this topic, we have two special guests here with me. Please welcome Pavitra Gunawardhan and Sohan De Silva for the show. Hi Pavitra and Sohan, welcome to the podcast series. I appreciate if you two can give a small introduction about yourself first. First, let's start with Pavitra. Hi Chaman. Uh, currently, I'm working as a QA lead and also a performance enthusiast of Performance Focus Group at 99X. And yeah, it's a great pleasure to join with this uh, podcast today. Thanks, Varitra. How about you, Sahan? Hi, Chamal. First, uh, thank you for having me here. So, I'm also a senior QA engineer currently attached to 99X and an enthusiast in performance testing as well. All right, let's start our discussion with setting our basics right. I want to ask from Sohan, what is continuous feedback on application performance? Uh, first, uh, I'd like to brief a bit on performance testing before answering your question, Chamat. So when it comes to performance testing, uh, most of us think that it should be conducted in the latter stages of application development. So we uh, identify all the important features that we want to test. Then we uh, spend time working on those scripting. And finally, we perform the testing and we analyze the results we receive. And we stop at that particular point. But the standard practice is to start from the beginning and continuously doing the testing. So testing in latter part would be uh, too late for several reasons. Uh, One thing is uh, it would be too late to identify the performance issues in the application. And it increases the high probable risk of uh, extending the deadlines of the releases. And definitely it would cost more to allocate time and resources to uh, fix those bottlenecks. And then, uh, you know, we might have to change or update the performance scripts uh, in later stages. So now let's look at continuous feedback on performance testing. Here what we expect is to start performance testing from implementation level, the integration and system testing level and give the feedback in each level separately to fix the bottlenecks observed and optimize within that particular level and move on to the next one by improving the previous uh, stage. So as an extension, we can apply completely to the CI-CD pipeline and uh, to automate the process of performance testing. So uh, we could reduce the cost of allocating time as well as the resources. Right, now we know what is application performance Let's see what are the most valuable benefits of having continuous feedback on application performance. Maybe Pavitra can take this. 
Uh, yeah, Chama, a good question actually. Uh, normally, we can have plenty of benefits if we conduct the uh, performance testing in our applications. Uh, so I'm not going to highlight them today. Uh, but there are more valuable benefits uh, if we share the performance feedback continuously. For example, um, let's say we start performance testing at code level uh, or the implementation level, and we perform it with uh, component testing, system testing, and uh, even in system integration testing. Then share the feedback each build in each level. Uh, as a result of this uh, continuous feedback, uh, we can fine-tune the application's performance according to every feedback. So as performance testers, we can ensure that uh, there is no need for a separate regression for performance. Uh, I'll give another example. Uh, let's say there are no loading issues in the previous build. Um, after deploying the latest one, we can identify a considerable uh, deviation in the loading time. Uh, if we share the feedback after each build, then we can quickly identify this loading issue. And we can effectively troubleshoot to find out um, where the actual problem is. So the benefit is we can fix this issue without wasting uh, time on unnecessary investigation. Uh, in addition to that, I would like to mention uh, one more important benefit. Uh, if you automate the performance testing with CI/CD, like uh, Sohan mentioned before, we can identify performance issues in each build uh, without debugging more deeply. The reason is uh, that the auto uh, that the auto-generated trending graphs with CI/CD uh, they lead us to analyze test results more visually. For example, uh, it clearly shows the loading time deviations along with each build. And uh, we can identify those performance issues by uh, highlighting which build it comes from. So these are the most important benefits that we can uh, add value to our projects. Great explanation, Pavitra. Thank you very much. And my next question is for Sohan again. Uh, what are the challenges that we can experience when we are applying continuous feedback on application performance? Yes, Chama. There are obvious uh, challenges we would face. Uh, one thing is uh, the team members. So when it comes to them, they may not be aware of the importance of the com continuous feedback on applications performance. And... Uh, there are different challenges in incorporating the feedback. For an example, uh, if a feedback is given, it may not be incorporated as it's not feasible for that particular project due to, uh, let's say, a technical limitation, such like, such like that. And uh, another issue is uh, even if the continuous feedback process can be applied to the uh, larger scale projects, it's a bit difficult for smaller projects to allocate the budget and resources to do the performance testing regularly, even if it is connected to CI/CD pipeline. Thanks, Han, uh, for highlighting these um, options. Uh, now we are coming to the last phase of this podcast. As we touch upon CI/CD briefly, Pavitra, would you be able to explain how to integrate continuous performance testing with uh, CI/CD. 
Uh, actually, uh, the goal of DevOps is to uh, deliver code changes much faster uh, by increasing the uh, overall quality. But I would say we can add more value to its outcome if uh, performance testing is also included in CI setup. Uh, so before configuring, uh, we have to make sure our selected performance testing tool can be um, easily configured with CI. Uh, unless we can use a webhook as well. Uh, if I mention some of tools, uh, JMeter, LoadRunner, K6, LoadNinja, and um, many other performance testing tools uh, can be configured with Jenkins. Uh, of course, there are various release management tools available now. Uh, we can configure them um, according to our project requirements. Uh, so, then we need to decide uh, which test and which uh, which test we need to run and when. Uh, meanwhile, we can create the test script and make them ready to execute. Uh, after that, uh, we can configure the CI pipeline. Here, I would like to mention some of uh, best practices that we could follow in CI/CD uh, in deciding how many concurrent users to be triggered. Uh, we can go with the minimum number. Uh, the reason is we can easily grab the trends and deviations. Uh, further to that, we need to make sure the auto make use of uh, auto-generated graphs. Uh, in Jenkins, uh, after every build, we can have many graphs. So as I mentioned before, these trending graphs are very useful to analyze test results. Um, yeah, likewise, performance testing can be initiated with CI pipeline as a value-added improvement. Okay, my last question is for Sohan, who is most likely to get value from continuous feedback on application performance? There are several parties, Chama, that would benefit from this uh, with some key points. So uh, one a particular uh, party is uh, the dev team so they'll have a better understanding of the performance of their own code as well as their application and uh, reducing time on fixing the bottlenecks as testing done early in early stages and uh, the, the dev team can uh, spend more time on improving the application rather than uh, fixing those uh, bottlenecks they found in latter stages. And then uh, the QA team. So for them, it's easy to identify issues sooner and provide the feedback as early as possible so uh, they could get the bottlenecks fixed and optimize their application. And uh, testing in early stages would help them to reduce finding issues and retesting and the time as well as the effort would be reduced, spending on the changing and updating of performance scripts. And then let's come to the customer. So definitely they'll have the confidence they need about their own product and uh, the feedback, the continuous feedback would help the customer who wants to uh, do the planning of their business strategy as well as to make key decisions. And the other one is, uh, uh, they get the chance to uh, work on the high optimized and stable application uh, which would uh, recognize in the market and uh, increase their market value of their own product. 
and finally the users so uh, actually you know they can uh, uh, use a stable well optimized working product for their uh, business purposes so likewise all the stakeholders of that particular project uh, can get the best out of that particular uh, concept okay right thank you very much Sohan, for that explanation on different stakeholders who are benefiting from continuous feedback on application performance with that we have come to the end of our discussion on application performance once again thank you very much pavitra and sohan for joining with us today to share the knowledge on this specific area with that we will be concluding the qa podcast series season two with this episode if you have not listened to our previous episodes we would like to invite you to listen to them in our podcast platforms we have discussed diverse topics on QA. As I mentioned earlier, we talked about QA perspective on unit testing and seven principles of software testing. And then we explained each and every principle with examples. Then we talked about exploratory testing. What is exploratory testing? Advantages of doing exploratory testing and automation of the exploratory testing. Then in another episode, we talked about switching from protractor to cypress on test automation i hope all of all of you have learned something new and gained more knowledge on different aspect of quality engineering thank you very much and stay safe this is your host chamal Pereira signing out from tn tech podcast series brought to you by 99x